Yeah, I mean, it, it was ridiculous, right? I just told him, I'm not even interested. Just go put the content out, all right? The one thing people are really worried about right now is health and safety and how do I protect myself and how do I keep my loved ones safe? But what they should really be asking is, how do I keep my content safe? And welcome to another very, very special episode of Return on Disruption. Uh, we have had uh, some great responses to our uh, content, uh, COVID content check-ins, uh, but uh, our inbox has just been flooded lately with questions about how, how to leverage this opportunity, really, and, uh, and different things we can be doing. Uh, and we thought, uh, Keith and I, that we would uh, just get everyone in the same room, uh, metaphorically speaking, of course. I know uh, uh, we'll, we'll check in with each person that we have on the chat, but we've, we've assembled the who's who in, in marketing and uh, the best of the best, and kind of we're dubbing this an emergency marketing panel. Uh, and we're really hoping to, to get some great insights today from a lot of the questions uh, you, the listener, our target audience has uh, asked us. So uh, we'll kind of just go through the panel and introduce everyone and then uh, we'll, uh, we'll just ask some listener questions and hopefully have some great dialogue and some great discussion. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my, my co-host, uh, my, my best man, uh, Keith Performance Indicator. Keith, how are you doing? Keith, you uh, you doing good? <laughs> yeah, sorry, just uh, connect connectivity issues. You know, it's not getting the best uh, the best connection here out in. Uh, I'm actually I'm no longer in Papua New Guinea. I do have uh, I'm in I'm now in Indonesia. Oh, nice. Uh, so slow, yeah, slowly making my way uh, back to um, you know the the belly of the beast, back to Toronto, back where everything's happening. So slowly getting there, but still. But it's um you know taking steamships and other other uh, transportation trying to get back, um, but still still spreading the gospel of Gary V. Yeah. Um, everywhere I go. That's great to hear. And how did you make that first jump? You mentioned a steamship. Is that? Yeah, they still the steamships are still the um what what the uh the big mode of transportation is there. So um great. you know just picture your classic steamship, and that's what I was on. Um, not a lot of people on it, still trying to practice our social distancing, but as you know, of yeah. course, I was in first class, um, really living it up um, on an Indonesian steamship. That's great. Well, it's as always, great to hear your voice and great to hear that you're still spreading the good word of the good V. Uh, uh, the, the first person I want to kind of introduce from our from our emergency panel is no, no stranger to the show. He's been on before. He is an advertising titan, uh, Duke. Sellington, welcome back. How are you? Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here, and uh, I think it's a it's a great thing you guys are doing. Obviously, uh, the world is confronting a very very uh, difficult and uh, stressful um, marketing panic right now, and uh, it's great that you've collected these sort of great minds um, here to to see how best we can we can handle it. Well, we definitely had to had to talk to you as uh, as one of the big names in advertising. Now, uh, if just a quick update, last time we chatted, you were in an airport terminal. Uh, has that changed? Are you still there? Are you catching a couple flights? What's going on with you? No, yeah. Since we last spoke, um, the airline industry has only uh, continued to uh, lock down, so haven't been able to make any uh, major changes of location. I've moved terminals, um, but that's mainly because uh, Terminal 1, where I was, the, a lot of the cleaning staff and security staff were starting to get, it was getting quite hostile. So I've moved terminals. I took the monorail um, that they have between the two terminals, and that was kind of nice as like a little outing for the day. Um, and I've reestablished myself in uh, Terminal 3. And yeah, I mean, everything's pretty much the same as with my normal life, but 
Um, I am uh, subsisting on a diet of airline peanuts. Uh, so I'm eating 70 to 80 packs of airline peanuts a day. Um, and so that has been a, an adjustment. But aside from that, I mean, it's I'm still, you know, doing what I do, getting out there, um, making the content and uh, just trying to get in people's faces. I love that. Uh, never, never slow down and you keep uh, keep up the brash attitude and really getting right into people's faces. And although that may have cost you Terminal 1 in terms of the hostile relationships, I still think it's, it's a strategy you got to employ. Absolutely. Uh, our next guest, also no stranger to the show, uh, he is uh, a champion of malls and uh, my direct uh, report. Uh, I report into him. That is my my up V. Um, Paul Chart, Mall Opportunity. How uh, how are you doing? Thanks for being here. Pitcher, man, uh, I'm doing real well. The the. <laughs> This crisis has uh, somehow been a great boon. Uh, talking about NG Crypto on the uh, last time we checked in, uh, we've taken off. We're, we're trading with select reals, some bolivars. We're trading with dongs and uh, certain, certain francs. Uh, I've moved out of uh, my home surrounded by... Uh, Nutrigrain boxes. The boxes are still there. I still own that house. I bought a new house. As that house started filling up with Nutrigrain as well, I said, uh, I got to get off the grid. So I bought a yacht, I bought a tugboat, and I bought a cargo ship that I fill with, filled with food and gasoline for my yacht yep. and for the tugboat, uh, just in case anything goes wrong. And I'm just out sailing the Pacific Ocean right here. Uh, you know, uh, just on my lonesome. Uh, don't really know how I got out here. It's kind of a miracle. I haven't really sailed much, but, uh, you know, people were really friendly and helped me get set up and, and everything. So I'm just out here in my yacht, uh, taking it all in. And, uh, you know, right now, a lot of opportunities as there, as there remain to be. So I'm just happy to check in with uh, all of you and, uh, See what kind of see what kind of questions. I mean, I've been receiving a lot of them. I know you guys have too. Right. Well, again, great to hear your voice as well. Uh, sounds like you're sailing the seas of opportunity over there. No, no change. Uh, no change for you either. Sounds like uh, all business as usual. So uh, that's great. Um, Paul, Paul, this is Keith here. Um, if uh, a great place to go is Indonesia, and if you just want to swing by. Um, I think that would be, you know, there's a lot of sights to see and also I'm here and if you could come pick me up, uh, that would be great because, uh, you know, I'm st still trying to work my way back. So if, if j just saying, if you're uh, swinging by, if it's close. Um, I, it wasn't on the docket, but I can certainly uh, turn course here. Oh, it's I'm, gorgeous this time I'm, of year. Yeah, I mean, uh, sailing across the Pacific can't take too much time. Maybe a, a day or two, I'll be there. So I'll just uh, we'll, we'll reconnect. We'll connect. On, we'll on connect offline on that. It sounds like you got the gasoline for it. At least you got the fuel to get there. So that's great. Our final guest, uh, also no stranger to the show, uh, he has been in orbit, so he has missed some of our last uh, episodes. So he might not be up to date on everything we've chatted about. So uh, just a little uh, heads up for any of our listeners who might hear something they've heard before, but uh, he is the best hacker of growth uh, I've ever known, I've ever met. We are so blessed to have on our show Edgar Allen Flowchart. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, yeah, so I was, uh, I was in my satellite office, if your listeners are just like me and haven't heard past episodes. Um, so, but uh, I got back uh, a little off target, I must say. Uh, not a lot of people, like I said, in the office uh, helping me out here. They're all working from home. So ended up uh, actually running out of toilet paper is the main reason I needed to come come back to Earth. Believe right. it or not, uh, we need to poop up there too. So uh, yeah, just landed far from an ocean or any green greenery, uh, somewhere near Marrakesh, it looks like. Uh, ended up in a grand bazaar. Um, I'm in my space suit still. Everyone keeps on coming up to me and asking me if I'm Matthew McConaughey. Um, it's getting a little tiring, but I'm, I'm safe in my suit. So uh, that, I'm really appreciative 
of that. Um, one thing people do here know of is Gary V. So uh, Keith must have been here before on his way uh, on his way east, and that's good to know. Everyone's rocking Gary V. T-shirts. I don't need to talk about uh, that at all with them. Um, but I found a signal. Uh, I'm live, and I'm I'm happy to be here talking with you and catching up. To be honest. Yeah, well, again, we're, we're so happy to have you and uh, all our guests here, our, our expert emergency panel. Um, it's, it's a trying time, as, as uh, uh, Duke said, that uh, a really hard time for marketing and a hard uh, opportunity just to, to figure out where we're going. But uh, I think we, we, we jump right into the questions here and we give our target audience what they want which is uh, some great content. So without further ado, this uh, first question, I'm just going to kind of summarize because I got it in a couple different ways. Um, and people are just wondering, um, as people are starting to not be able to go into the office and they're working from home or they're working from their, their different locations, if, if you have any tips, if anybody on the panel, this is for anyone, if they have any tips on how to work from home or work from their, uh, their unique setting. Yeah. Uh, a, a quick tip. I know a lot of offices these days have stand-up desks. Um, and when you move back home to your, your uh, working from home, it's not always, you might not have that set up, right? But you still want to continue to have the stand-up desk um, and, you know, be able to work on your posture, et cetera, et cetera. All the benefits that a stand-up desk has, I'm not going to, you know, list them all here. We all know that. We all know. Uh, so what I, we all know. Um, so I don't actually have a standing desk at my work home space, but what I do have is a planking desk. So um, really, it's just the laptop on the floor um, and I plank. Uh, while I'm working. So, you know, I'm holding a plank. Um, and realistically, I could work for about six seconds at a time. However, I'm hoping I can, you know, build up that um, my, uh, my core, my core strength and get to a point I'm shooting for 10 seconds. Um, and so I'm, you know, 10 seconds off, or sorry, 10 seconds on 15 minutes off. And that's pretty much my workflow. Um, but I think eventually, you know, it's improving my, my health, yeah. It's a great way to get fit, wow. get active, and yeah. still uh, be able to work. You know, they say it's uh, they say standing is the new sitting, which is the <laughs> new smoking. So I'm glad you've uh, really gone past all those. Oh, I just skipped all those steps, went straight to planking. Yeah, fantastic. And when you say that's your workflow, does that does that mean you're only working for six seconds at a time and then taking fifteen off? Uh, yeah, correct. That currently I'm at that stage, you know, right. it's all baby steps, right? Rome wasn't built in a day. Right. Uh, but I'm hoping that slowly throughout this quarantine, I mean, who, who knows how long this is going to last, right? So I'll, I'll get to a point where I'll be able to work for, yeah. maybe I could, I'm hoping I could get to a minute at a time. Right. But of course, once I get to a minute, I'll need a longer cool down. So it's probably going to be a minute on, an hour off at that point. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, as like so many people have found that they actually can work more effectively at home without the travel and, and the interacting with coworkers and stuff, do you find that you're actually able to get more work done in those six-second increments than you would in, in a whole, basically a whole day out at the office? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is, it is the most uh, productive six seconds I've ever had. Um, yeah. I'm actually writing a book on it. It's called The Six-Second Workday. Yeah. Um, and it's... Uh, essentially you need to have a job where you can outsource everything you do. Right. How, uh, how much time do you write a day for that, for that book? Uh, six seconds a day. typically. Right. So yeah, it's taking some time, Mm -hmm. uh, because that's, yeah, my, all I do now for work is work on this book really. So we'll get there eventually, I think. But, um, and like I said, the better, the better, the more core strength I get, you know, I'll slowly get into a longer time. And then I'll write sequels, the 12 cycle workday, minute workday, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, and then, it, and then, you know, and then the franchise just, uh, just goes from there. Well, that's beautiful. Uh, I want to throw, give our panel, uh, a chance to answer this too. I don't know if anybody else has any, any tips from, for working at home. 
So uh, I just want to say, like, uh, so social distancing, that's such a big keyword right now yeah. due to working from home. And I think it needs a little bit of a rebrand. I think it's it's got negative connotations, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so um, I'd like to rebrand it as social cleansing. Uh, it's just like any other, like, fad diet. Um, influencers can get on this really fast. It can set up... Uh, programs that you can buy online about social cleansing and just like how great it is for your body uh for your soul um and anything else that they want to promote and and sell nice is there any literature on social cleansing that you want to direct us to specifically is there anything that kind of tipped you off off to this idea you know that's the big thing. It's uh, it's um, the wild west right now for that keyword. It's a huge opportunity. People haven't jumped onto it. So I'd say, if you are a stay-at-home, middle-aged, um, you know, working mom with with kids who is getting a little bored, maybe jump on this um, and, you know, write some sick content about social cleansing. Yeah. I mean, not since the 1940s has an idea this powerful been uh, so prevalent. So that's that's great to hear. I'm, this is a good one for sure. Absolutely. I think Modi, Modi also has some good social cleansing uh, things right now, too. In India. Yeah, in India, Modi, he's he's doing he's uh, leading edge on social cleansing. Right. So there is some new it's good stuff. Some new school thoughts on this, which is uh, great. So there's plenty of resources. It sounds like plenty of opportunity. There's some old school thoughts too. <laughs> right. It's kind of just rebranding, as as uh, <laughs> Edgar was saying, of some older ideas, but we're putting our new spin on it, which I love. Now, uh, Duke, I want to give you a chance. Yeah, uh, it's funny that we're talking about kind of you know obviously looking back. Uh, for for great you know great ideas that we can bring uh, into you know the now and with the situation we find ourselves in and uh, I've actually been finding that um, there's this amazing sort of resource that I think that most of us are actually living most of our days in and around at all times and I think most of us have totally lost touch with it and we're not using it the way that we could be and this you know, um, crisis is sort of giving me the opportunity to reconnect. Um, it's something that I think that, you know, we all have, but, uh, we don't really know what to, what to do with necessarily. Um, I'm talking about books. So that's an alarm. They're kind of perfect for times like now. Um, they're coming in really handy. I mean, I'm using books for all kinds of things. Like I'm using them for paper towel. Yeah. I'm burning them for warmth, uh, paper towel or toilet paper, um, one thing I do is I'll soak them in water and use that to disinfect things. Um, I'm not sure about the efficacy of that, but I, it makes me feel better about it. Right. Um, and you know, I used, I, I took a bunch of pages and stuffed them into a pillowcase recently and used that to sleep on. Um, so, I mean, these are like sort of endlessly versatile, um, you know, it's an endlessly versatile resource that we can avail ourselves of that. If you're like me up till now, you look at books and you like, don't trust them. They kind of make you scared. They make you, they make you feel insecure, honestly, because you don't understand them. And they're generally just full of, um, you know, frightening uh, ideas in a lot of ways. Yeah. And then, you know, sort of, it's one of those amazing things where I, because I've been sort of using uh, the paper in all these different ways, I, I noticed that like I was like doing, you know, my daily sort of routines, you know, using them to, like I'll use them as like almost like deodorant kind of in my, in my cause I've kind of run out of like most basic uh, grooming supplies. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of resorting to other, you know, items to keep myself clean. Um, and I was looking closely at them and I realized like there's like little stories there on all those pages yeah, like some content. I realized this is it's just content. Yeah, it's amazing, that is... and I just you know it's like another way that you're recognizing that like content changes lives, and content is at the end of the day it's like one of the elements, right? It's like yeah. earth, wind, fire, content. Yeah, that's you know we're just so blessed to have it around, and and the ways that it can be helpful to us are so infinite that I just wanted to sort of share. I think that's sort of, sort of an inspiring story, something that's been inspiring me, and yeah. I just wanted to share that. Now, are there any specific uh, 
books that you recommend for some of these, uh, for some of the needs you've described in the past, like disinfecting things, setting on fire for warmth, cleaning yourself? Is there any books that you've used recently that you'd recommend that you really like? Yeah, you know, what? I'm just I'm using like ever like I'm like kind of any books are good books no to me. Books. So no, there are no bad books um, is a hashtag that um, you probably seen me starting yeah. a little bit. Um, and yeah, I mean, I would say that I'm gravitating towards, you know, like big, thick tomes. Like if you have like an encyclopedia or yeah. anything, you can, right. I mean, there's, you could just so nonfiction. Mostly. Yeah. You could just rip those pages out and use them however you see fit. But, um, I mean, really like, yeah, th- I think, uh, books are good is kind of the, where I'm coming from. Yeah. I find, uh, nonfiction, uh, a little hard sometimes like a little dense to to get through so i personally find um just if it's easier lighter reading uh sorry lighter books uh i find that they're more combustible so um that's just yeah personal yeah suggestion. absolutely yeah yeah but then once you kind of get the like the flames really going you can throw on like some of the heavier nonfiction, and that's just it's like you know it'll really stoke the fire it's like good fuel yeah. for it i love that um, if there's no other comments here, we'll move on to the next question. I, I just have a couple tips and tricks from, uh, working from home as well. Yeah. I, you were working from home maybe before the pandemic or? Uh, I, I never really had an office to go into, right. um, ever. So, um, uh, but, uh, you're hearing a lot about, uh, these days, uh, with all the video calling and some people are, uh, you know, uh, me not so familiar with it and people are finding you know there's not that need to wear pants um just a psa something that's gotten me in the past is you do have to wear something on the bottom half of your body yeah. uh you don't want to be caught getting up to go somewhere and have a your ass or something in the screen um where uh someone's there um that, that they didn't want to see i've been i've been caught on, on that a few times <laughs> Um, also, uh, I've been, um, just as another, uh, type of, on, on this boat here, I only have so many clothes and I'm not finding that I probably should have brought some type of way to clean clothes. Um, so I've been playing with the idea of just wearing things on my bottom mm-hmm. and then kind of markering in a shirt. So, uh, you still have that freedom of not having, uh, item of clothing on, but it still looks like you have something on on top of you just a couple tips a couple tricks a couple tips yeah i think that's great and i think uh in the interest of what we in the spirit of the show i should say uh, how we usually give ideas away for free and this would normally be a pitch but i i'd like to challenge our target audience to maybe come with some pitches but the idea of creating a filter for the office or office setting so i could show up without a shirt on and it would just be a filter of a of kind of like you know how people have like cat ears or something like that. It's just a tuxedo, and as I right. move, it kind of moves around with me. It kind of lags here and there, but um, I think that's, that's a huge. that's a huge opportunity there for someone to pitch uh, pitch that filter and get that uh, get that into people's uh, apps right away. Um, I think that's a good segue to to kind of move on to a next question. Um, so this next question comes from uh, Deborah uh, in uh, New York, I guess. Um, she's uh, a cruise worker, and she's curious, uh, what's, what's in store for them? Uh, is there anything they should be doing to, to pivot, um, pivot their ideas or pivot their marketing? Uh, any, what, what's in store for cruises, and, and how should they be acting? What should they be doing right now to seize this opportunity? Well, I would say, um, you know, just just off the top of my head, knowing that obviously the crew, the the world of cruises in the in the category, is going through a bit of a tough time right now. And I think what's important is like give people a method to escape. So maybe it's you know you're you're highlighting um, the the joy and the fun and the freedom that comes with cruises and you know international travel. And I'm sure that uh, I'm sure Paul Char can tell you that you know on the on the high seas you know there's just nothing but i mean there's literally like no laws like as far as i'm concerned international waters is an entirely separate 
you know, it's like marine law. So mm. that presents its whole a whole other set of, you know, experiences that I think cruise lines would be would be smart to kind of sell people on. So, mm. um, you know, obviously it's a tough time. You don't necessarily want to be coming on too strong right now. Uh, people aren't that keen on on getting on those boats right now at this moment. But I do think, you know, there is an alternative uh, industry out there of maybe people that are looking to get far away from the laws of their own country. Right. You know, and that and these cruise lines could be filling some of that need. Um, so, you know, taking people out into international waters and then kind of kind of saying, hey, we got you here. What you do is up to you. Right. Yeah. So kind of giving them that chance, whatever they need to do, they can kind of decide. What what happens in international waters stays in international waters. Often, people that go to international waters stay in international stay waters in international indefinitely. Waters. Yes. Yeah. Because they uh, don't not come so back. Sovereign citizens. Right. Yeah. That yeah. I I was thinking uh, so with this new science coming out about this about this virus and how it's affecting children especially like under the age of 10, um, they're okay. The, the problem consists of them passing it on to older people, of course. So I'm just thinking, why don't we have a cruise of just kids? No adults on board. Have a captain, like an older child, about nine and a half. Right, um, right. Have yes. him go the off. The leader of the kids. Fill it. We could fill it with so many kids because they're about half the size of regular humans. Uh, so you could double the capacity and have them go off, have fun, you know, do whatever, do whatever kids do mm-hmm. on the high seas. Uh, they're they're not used to sharing the rooms too. They're used. To, they love bunk beds. Yeah. Lots of bunk beds on board. You know. Uh, they're not spreading the disease throughout the world. They're they're stuck in little little ships. Uh, well, they're going to be huge ships. Massive. But ships. Massive. But um, yeah, we could fit all the children on these things, and uh, you know, as we recover as a society, they'll come back in you know, ten, fifteen years. They'll be grown up by then, um, and we'll be all good. Yeah, I that's that's genius to me, and I just want to hop on. I mean. I think you look at, I mean, A, you can get way more kids on there than you can get, you know, normal sized people. Right. And then B, you think about what kid, double the profits and what kids like to do with their free time. Like how many kids play doctor? How many kids like to play, you know, in the kitchen as if there's, so you actually employ, right? Mm -hmm. Winky face. Yeah. Like half the kids. And then you give them all like a game to play where they're playing janitor. They're playing, you know, deckhand. They're playing, you know, playing uh, chief, engine, chief engine mechanic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, and then that group that they might even be paying for the sort of privilege to be on board the ship and play those roles. So you don't even. So that's actually. I mean, we won't call it. I don't think we should call it child labor. No. It's more like no, no, no. Uh, child opportunity. No, it's like it. I, it's like child opportunity, right? And it's giving them an opportunity yeah. to enjoy I themselves. I think it's more of like a safety measure that should be put in place legally. Not that that matters since you're in international waters. True. Uh, of course I'll not. also... But we want to yeah, be safe. I'll also say yeah. you're really not forcing... You're not forcing these kids to do anything. They want to do this. This is what they, Look, they, they want to be doctors. They're having they fun. to cook your food. Yeah. Yeah. Just let the uh, kids be kids, you know? But also yeah. doing work while they're but at it. But making you know? sure they yeah. are hitting their targets and they're hitting their... And they're contributing to the yeah. economy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I love this idea. I think there's uh, even branding opportunities, um, you know, uh, with uh, these cruises, infectious diseases and communicable diseases seem to be a huge issue. I think uh, as opposed to trying to shy away from them, you can lean in. Uh, yes. specifically let's, like, let's with kids. Children are filthy. They're filthy yeah. uh, humans. Disgusting. So let's say you get a kid with chicken pox. You put them on the boat. All the kids start getting chicken pox. This is an immunity cruise. Every kid comes back. They will not be able to get chicken pox They're gonna again. They're going to be superhuman. 
Exactly. And uh, a number of diseases that you might want to get. Um, you can even move this on to adults, too. Uh, diseases that you want to be immune from, go on this boat with a bunch of people that are all sharing the same experience of going through this. Uh, and then uh, you come back, you're immune for the kids, a, a great opportunity. And your parents don't need to be there. Uh, and everyone, you have the chicken pox, you don't have to deal with that. They come back, they're immune. It's great. Boom. I think we're all aligned on that I one. I think we're all very and, aligned. I'm very aligned, and I do want to build on this just a touch if I could. I think we're, we're almost thinking too small here. Um, I love the idea. I love having all the kids on the one cruise ship, but I think while we're at it, why stop there? I think who is most assess, susceptible to the coronavirus? The older population, elderly, senior citizens, etc. Why don't we put all them on their own cruise ship as well, put it out in the middle of the ocean, that way they're nowhere near the virus. When all this blows over, bring it back into port. Hey, welcome back, guys. Hope you had a nice little cruise. We could go further. We could put Atlantic Ocean is all the kid ships. Pacific Ocean is all the senior senior ships. And we just, mm-hmm. we let them, you know, uh, you know, ride the high seas and uh, do their thing. And then when this all blows over, bring everyone back into port. Hey, welcome back. Uh, hope you had a nice cruise. Uh, it's all good now. I love it. I really love it. Um, and you know what? I think we've done more than just answer uh, Deborah's question, but we've really given her a good uh, a good opportunity here, and uh, and uh, you know a head start on so many other people that are working in cruises and that can use this idea. So thanks for the great question, Deborah, and uh, let us know uh, how you fare with the kids' cruise startup. And so I think uh, I think it's time for maybe. Uh, another question. Uh, uh, this time, I think uh, I think Keith, I believe you had uh, a question that uh, you've been getting a lot recently. Yeah, actually, I've been getting this question a lot um, uh, from a lot of my my guides here in Indonesia, my translators too, which is funny enough. But the the, the question that keeps coming up is uh, we're seeing on Instagram a lot more of these. I'm gonna paraphrase here on Instagram a lot more. Um, Viral challenges. It used to be there was like, you know, one or two that would dominate every every month or, or season or what, whatever was going on. But now there seems to be so many um, on Instagram of people sharing pictures of puppies and then tagging people. And you got to share more pictures of puppies. Just small little ones like that, right? Going around. Um, mm-hmm. And so clearly to, to, to anyone with any, any knowledge of marketing knows that this is such a ripe opportunity to hop on this bandwagon, create another viral trend, another challenge of sorts. Um, and so I think that was the question I kept coming up was um, if we had any ideas, um, anything that we've been workshopping or, or, or thoughts around what, what we could do to, sp- uh, to get a challenge out there and make it go viral. P- pardon the use of viral, I know, but you know, I think, I think viral is out now. We're switching words there. Yeah, virus is out. You're right. Uh, I'll throw it to our panel. I think that's a great question. Yeah, for sure. So I think one that will just, in general, like just improve the consumer economy and impact every brand is uh, one where you try and max out your credit card in under an hour, and then and then send send that hashtag on to you know, five of your friends on an Insta story, uh, hashtag maxed out. I love um, that. And you see Amazon prices go through the roof, subscriptions, you know, gated content. Um, you know, we can get people the max, you know, medium amount is like five grand for a credit card uh, limit these days. So that would be a really, really good thing for the economy, I think. Huge, huge. That's be- That's beautiful. Yeah, uh, the rest of our panel, you got you got anything? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, I think obviously one of the trends that we're seeing, and I always like to try and meld, I mean, people love uh, branded viral videos, right? I mean, nobody loves it uh, or, or nobody, you know, doesn't sort of get excited when they see their favorite brand putting out some sort of challenge to get people doing stuff at home. So I'm always trying to sort of meld, you know, these branded challenges with you know what's the what's the trend and obviously we know one one of the trends that's going on right now is everybody's uh you know having to exercise in their home right in their living room 
or where they live. So my sort of idea for a viral trend is um, it's sort of a cross-branding opportunity, and it's um, it's sort of it, it, it attaches um, what we what we like to refer to as like a, a dance exercise or dancer size um, with you know cleaning up the home. So it's kind of you know two um, trying to kill two birds with one stone, and it's basically like you're gonna it, well we're calling it Roomba Zumba. So you're gonna hop on your Roomba. Uh, and then as it sort of travels around the home, you're going to be doing your sort of dance moves, your exercise moves to get in shape all while trying to stay on top. You have to have both feet on the on the on the Roomba at all times. So that's just a fun one that we're kind of working on and, and the public might see pretty soon. I think that's huge. That's an, uh, another I mean, I didn't say it for uh, Edgar Allan flowcharts, but that's a back to back jacks, as we say in the business, home run slam dunks one after another that's that's absolutely massive um probably never before seen in the briefing bunker uh so that is absolutely massive uh our target audience must be just going crazy at home uh those are beautiful beautiful ideas um keith i i don't know if you wanted to add anything or or do you think that was summed up pretty well by our uh, panel there Sounds like uh, Keith is aligned. So, <laughs> well, that was great. Uh, again, never before seen in the briefing bunker. That was uh, truly inspiring. So that's why we've assembled the best, and that's that's what the best does. They they do great things, and they hit home run slam dunks. Uh, I did just get an email this morning that I would love to to get your POV on. Uh, it's not necessarily in our exact wheelhouse, but. It was from the office of a, and I'm not allowed to disclose for, for certain uh, privacy reasons, but uh, I am a president of an up-and-coming country. Uh, I am hoping to make great strides and great gains in this world. Um, uh, how do I leverage this, this great opportunity within my country for me to have success in the next uh, election? So I, I had to run it through Google Translate, so it may not have made a ton of sense uh, English-wise, grammatically, but uh, I think we can all get the just. There's a great opportunity as a leader right now. What, what should you be doing? Just uh, sort of off the top of my head, um, in, uh, you know, depending on um, the time of year, what season we're in, where we are at in our sort of financial calendar, um, one technique that I, uh, I try not to overuse it, but it is, it can be so useful that, um, you know, me and my team do rely on it is what we'll actually do is we will, uh, slow down our clocks to half speed. Wow. So all yes. the clocks that we come into contact with, we have them go at half speed. And if you could potentially do that, you know, as our listener who's calling in, you know, maybe he has the power um, to do that for all the clocks in in his whole nation, um, yeah. you know, because what we find is that actually allows us to almost double what we get done in a day because right. our clock is telling us, you know, like basically 12 hours in, we still have 12 hours left in the day. Right. So we're able to do so much more because our days take twice as long to to sort of happen. Yeah. So that's just sort that of a quick the productivity of the entire country, too, I think. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Right. So if you can kind of up the GDP, you know, st stimulate the economy in that way, leading up to the election, that's probably going to help him, you know, get reelected and 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 have the whole country feeling good about him so you don't want to overuse that because i will come out of that you know if we do it for a couple weeks say i'll come out of that and a lot of people like i'll be we'll be on entirely different uh calendars from other people so it does take an adjustment to get back up to speed um and that literally is what we have to do we have to get back up to speed like literally yeah. so it's not an easy uh technique to implement but it can be uh very useful no, that's a really bold play, and I think uh, underutilized time, time as a as a play is is huge. Manipulating time, right? What you want to do is 
turn time to your will. What I think some of our target audience might not realize is that time is nothing but a man-made construct. And what is time really? And I, I really challenge our, our target audience to think about time that way. What is time? So uh, I love that uh, we're kind of playing with this construct is huge. Uh, Paul, I know you wanted to jump in with something. I, th- that is just a starting point. I think uh, even um, uh, from Duke and, and what you're looking at there, you can even take that. And if you're looking at like the stock market, maybe they want to be on a bit of a smaller day. You know, they want to really speed that up. So they're not operating that that quickly. Maybe your hospitals. So, you know, you're having a lot of success in a small amount of town, mm-hmm. uh, time. And then everyone else is kind of on that longer scale. Um, a bit to figure out with trying to bring everyone back out the same schedule. But in this type of scenario where you can control time, I think you have a lot of leeway there to uh, do, do a lot of different things, really play around uh, and, and make it to your benefit. So uh, yeah, I love the idea. It's a great idea. And uh, I mean, pretty simple to execute, even if you do have trading partners in other time zones that might be operating on their standard time, let's call it. Uh, I still think that this is a beautiful, beautiful opportunity that's uh, right in front of our faces for the taking. So that is uh, huge, huge, huge. Um, uh, I had a one quick one here, uh, not relating to time, even though that was a great idea. This is more about getting, uh, getting your name drilled into your people's heads uh, in a positive way. Um, that's like all marketing is drilling one idea into someone's head over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, we're seeing a huge uptick uptick in uh, rescue dogs being uh, brought into people's homes. They're at home. They're bored. They want a dog. Um, it, I don't know what the laws are in this country, but if you could make it a law to legally name your new dog after yourself, after you as a leader... They have to be calling that dog's name. They're training it. They're training it. They're going to be saying it like hundreds of times in a day. You get drilled into their head, um, you know. So I, there's no way they can't vote for you after that. I think, and uh, the beauty of that too is, uh, at some point you will have mass control of dogs too. So if you're at a dog park and you just yell the leader's name, you have several, if not. Uh, Dozens of hundreds of or, or hundreds of dogs just running all to the same owner. So that's uh, if that's a, a huge play. If the comes up, he would be he would have to just exterminate all those dogs, and he would be immediately not popular with the uh, with the general public. So I think that's a great idea. Talk about a power flex! Just having a, a group of dogs that are all answering to your name. I mean, you, viral content. We were talking about it. Nothing better than that. No, I don't think it does get better than that. I just had one more thought for this listener. I mean, I think this is generated, you know, I don't think a lot of us necessarily work in this sort of public sector a lot. So this is really a fun opportunity. So one quick thought. Unfortunately, I do have a hard out. Um, I know they're coming around for uh, bathroom cleaning around this time. So I do have to kind of run and make myself scarce. Uh, But um, just before I go, I was thinking, you know, maybe there's a really fun sort of fresh design element that that this guy could bring to his country. So, you know, what we haven't seen, you know, every country has a flag, right? Yes. Right. You know, name a country without a flag Mm -hmm. and you can't. So, but, but every country's flag. That's checkmate. Exactly. Right. So every country has a flag, but we, all the flags kind of look similarly, right? It's like the same colors. It's always the same thing. What if you just had a flag that was just like, a selfie of you and that was the flag okay. for your whole country right and everybody's like flying the flag and it's just like a killer looking like something cool like maybe at the gym or like if you have like like a bunch of friends or like maybe a bunch of dogs if you have that whole dog thing where all the dogs have your same name like yeah what kind of picture and then you just print that out on flags and then that's the flag of the country I mean, you're going to be, yeah. you know, top of mind and bottom of mind and, you know, have that sort of uh, name recognition and facial recognition that and facial recognition technology also, I would say, is a good idea and statues as well. And yeah, and I yeah. mean, it's obvious there's a lot of opportunities. So, 
yeah, but anyways, I just wanted to thank you guys for having me on. I do, I'm sure there's going to be lots more questions, lots more great information, but I just wanted to say thanks. And I do have to, I, oh, I really have to go, but um, I will see you guys. I'm sure we'll connect uh, offline. Yes. Thank you so much for being here, Duke Sellington. We appreciate you and we appreciate your expertise. So uh, travel safe and uh, hopefully uh, the interactions are to a minimum tonight and you get uh, some, some actual rest. Stay safe out there. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Okay. See you guys later. See ya. I hope that answers uh, this president or health minister's question. Uh, if they implement this, they will be a, a powerful person soon. So that's uh, exciting to see. Um, I, I would like to throw it up to our panel maybe and just see if there's any questions that uh, that you, you've been getting a lot that you'd like to share anything. Is there... Is there anything you're hearing a lot uh, that you'd like to kind of just uh, get off your chest or address in any way? Yeah, I mean, I had uh, so I had one product idea come up in my head. Like it, this happens every day for me, but uh, this is a really prevalent one uh, with this. What they're saying, the six feet away uh, rule we're, we're having. Yeah. Um, and that meaning, you know, you're not supposed to be six feet more than or less than six feet away from someone uh with this virus coming on um social and cleansing s- and ha- social cleansing is uh yeah the correct term for that so how do you know what six feet is i mean does anyone know the exact measurements of six feet off the top of their head can just say hey that's six feet exactly away from me i don't i don't really think so no um so i think people there's a need for a product that can actually do that and and tell you when someone is in your space gotcha. um, so i'm thinking kind of like a belt we can make it look really nice it has a constant laser going around it, uh, just monitoring the room. Just it's it's invisible; you can't see it. But if anything, if any heat signature gets below six feet, mm-hmm. alarm starts going off, loud alarm, so everyone knows that they're in your space. Love this. Maybe a red a red light, like one of those Budweiser lights that used to get um yeah alarm and and if you want it'll immediately call uh authorities just so you're safe um so something like that i love that i love the idea of just anything that kind of gets uh within six feet of you sets this thing off i want this thing to be super sensitive because we don't want to take any chances out there no it has to be really really loud too so if we get any dogs coming up to you any any uh, any insects, anything that just gets in your physical space, I want that thing to yes. blare at you. Basically, a better big safe than sorry. Exactly. Better safe. Yes, better safe than sorry. You know, you're absolutely. Right. This virus, this virus can live on any type of surface. So really, anything that you're walking by mm-hmm. that is within six feet, I want to, I want to, I want to be warned. Especially I want to know members. that I need to be extra. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I want to be careful. I would say, like, let's get rid of the heat signature part. Like, like uh, um, uh, Paul is saying, it's it should be any object whatsoever that you get close to. It, it, the bell should be going off. I'll talk to my product manager about that, and we'll uh, we'll fix yeah. that issue. And if if possible, just another thought, and uh, you don't have to implement it. It's just uh, an idea, food for thought. It should be those car alarms from like the '90s that have that weird pattern to it, uh, right, and they just right. kind of roll mm-hmm. through it. I yeah. think that would really be... high pitch. Yeah. Uh, and that always uh, just alternates, so it's that would be a, a, just a nice throwback too, because you know retro nostalgia is huge too. So that would be a, that is a, big. a big play there. Yeah, love that. And then you right. could know if anyone else is in danger, and you can warn them. Like if someone, you know, say, uh, yeah, it's hard for me to say. I'm not. I'm not around a lot of people these days. Right. But if you're in a city and there are a lot of people that are there yeah. uh you can call out to them that hey yeah. there uh, i don't know if you notice that very loud siren <laughs> car alarm coming from you yeah. but you need to back away from that service you yes. need to back up or this will call the authorities yeah yeah i love that someone will be there to back you up right i love that integration of uh, automatically calling the authorities if you pass by anything too close even a building let's say like anything any object it should be yeah, right yeah. to 911 yeah great 
Thanks, uh, thanks for letting me brainstorm that idea off you guys. Well, hey, that, got some feedback there, and I appreciate it. That's what we do here, and uh, you you bring so much class and so much ingenuity to this uh, to this podcast. So we're so happy to have uh, you and uh, all our guests here. To be honest, um, just have a couple more questions here. Uh, one is from a travel influencer who's noticing a, a dip in their revenue on Instagram right now. Um, and she's just curious uh, if there's anything she should be doing, if, if she should be pivoting in any way, or if there's anything uh, that this person should be doing to, uh, you know, leverage this opportunity. Because right now she's taking a hit, but um, I think there might be a chance to do some really great stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think she's thinking too big right now. Um, she saw, she's thinking about travel still right. in her influencing I don't think she should be doing that right now for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. um, there's a big opportunity for someone who could be a short walk around the apartment influencer. Love so this. you can influence your your block, your grocery store. You can uh, you know, pose for different uh, products. Like at, you're buying apples one day, you see like a, a park bench that you always see that's near your house. Um, you know, so you could really tap into this uh, this this world of of just walking around your apartment. Mm. I think that's big. I think that's a huge play. I think that's uh, I mean smart in this in this day and age. And sorry, uh, I feel like we we should address this. Uh, we have seen some kind of we're all on video chat right now. We've seen some disturbing video of uh, Keith Performance Indicator has. Uh, I think can only be described as been taken hostage uh, by some pirates. He did board a ship, and then I did see uh, uh, he did look like he was being held at gunpoint. So, um, yeah, I did see that a musket point actually. Yeah, it was very strange. Oddly enough, oddly enough, oddly enough, they muted him immediately. But we've have been seeing a lot of visual uh, yeah. guides. They I haven't knew gotten how a to word use Google in. Hangouts. Obviously, yeah. I haven't. I haven't gotten a word in at all i can't no tell what they're you know, no. a lot of hand gestures a lot of guns pointing yeah um but it looks like uh, he's handing them gary v t-shirts right now they do not seem yeah. super receptive they don't, but i'm, they I'm don't glad he's pushing that no this is big that i'm <laughs> yeah, glad he's not, pushing that yeah not receptive but i mean they're wearing the t-shirts so they are wearing right. something right so um you know in the spirit of the show keith i think would want us to keep going uh, and not sound any uh, alarms or, or go to the authorities or anything. This is something he would probably want us to leave to him and let him handle on his own terms. So uh, the show must go on. And uh, If he can hear us, I'd just like to say hang in there. And, you know, if there's uh, if they're wanting any type of ransom, I'd like to reiterate just from a personal point and uh from nutrigrain and from ng crypto uh we do not negotiate with terrorists so i will not be providing any type of funding here um but we do wish you all the best uh, on that yeah i'd like to second that i also personal standpoint do not negotiate ever with terrorists um and that's the classic marketing playbook right there no, that's, that's uh, rule rule number one rule, do not negotiate with any terrorist never negotiate with a terrorist uh and you know what i think keith again if you can hear us you you i'm, I'm not speaking for you but i'm pretty comfortable saying that you'd want to leave uh let us leave you to this opportunity that you have now at your hand at your fingertips uh which are currently cuffed together but uh, this is the type of place you like to be in. This is where creativity really uh, gets going. So uh, we wish you best of luck and uh, can't wait to see what you uh, what you create from this. This will be some great. Uh, you know, he great he products. thrives in these uh, in these opportunities. He really thrives. Yeah, no, that's where his best yeah. work comes from. Actually, is whenever he's held at gunpoint. Yeah. <laughs> we've 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 all done it with keith before yeah. in terms of you know it's yeah. uh that a lot of people take it to as a, as a turn of phrase uh gun to your head what would you do for keith that is he needs that action he needs to have that gun to his head and then the ideas really start flowing back in our ad agency days we'd be locked in a room together 12 14 hours um trying to get you know one headline on a page uh for some um a bubblegum advertisement and I'd 
I literally bring a gun with me sometimes <laughs> just to get the juices flowing. When he's not performing well, he really needs that. Uh, so, yeah. All this is to say, I mean, million dollar ideas are right at our fingertips uh, for the terrorists and for us. Uh, I think everyone's going to be in a better situation for you. So I'm not yeah. surprised he was abducted. No, he's a great guy to, to come up with a win 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 strategy. So uh, we cannot wait to see what comes of this. We are waiting to see what, what he pulls out. So it uh, should, be, should be great. And uh, man, give us this content. We're waiting for it. Give it to me. Give me that funk, that sweet, that nasty, that gushy stuff. But don't fool with me. Give me that funk, that sweet, that nasty, that gushy stuff. Uh, I think that's a great time to take uh, a quick break, and we'll be back uh, soon. And uh, this has been so great. We're we're learning so much uh, today. This has been such a, a fantastic panel. Uh, I just think we should let our listeners know that uh, Keith has actually returned. Uh, Keith, is is everything okay? We noticed you had uh, been taken for a minute there. I did get kidnapped by pirates uh, in a Captain Phillips style situation. Yeah, that's all you have to say. That's you don't even need to explain further. No. It's- it's a bit fresh. I we're excited to hear the pitches when 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 you got them all uh, when you got them all figured out. Yeah, from great adversity comes great uh, opportunity and great content. So uh, obviously, you don't need to shower us with all that now. But uh, we cannot wait to hear the content, to hear the stories, hear the ideas. Uh, so um, very exciting times. Um, I think it's a, a perfect time maybe to just answer a couple more questions before we go. I know we're running out of time. Um, but I believe uh, we got a voicemail, and it was uh, from someone that may have contracted the virus. So uh, we'll just play it. Uh, play it now. Hello. Thanks for taking my call from the briefing bunker. Love you guys. Long time listener. I oh my gosh. Skipped out with something the other day. Feels like uh, I've got tested because I, I can't. But. I just want to know, from a marketing perspective, I want to know, how do I take advantage of having the coronavirus? What can I do to really leverage this opportunity? Thanks, uh, Pitchard. Uh, Thanks to Keith for putting out this content. It's been really great. Uh, Hopefully you guys can help me out. I want to come out of this for, for the better. Talk later. Bye. Wow, what a great, uh, great voicemail to get, and a, a fantastic question. Uh, we love hearing from our listeners, obviously, and that was uh, a really insightful question, a very interesting one. Um, I, I'll throw it to our panel soon, but uh, the first thing I wanted to say is now's the time when you really have the opportunity to really soak in a lot of great content. So uh, it's no secret that we'll. We'll probably plug Gary V right here. This is where you want to be, uh, kind of as many get as many audio sources as you can and play multiple episodes at the same time, so you really absorb as much Gary V as humanly possible. Um, you know they call it uh, an IV, but this should be uh, an insertion of a Gary V right into your veins, and this is a, a great opportunity for that. I don't know if our panel or or Keith has anything to to add to that. Yeah, I was gonna say don't. Don't listen to doctors as much as someone like Gary Vee. Um, they're going to tell you different things. I'd, I'd rather plug in the, the Gary Vee than the IV, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'd trust him over anyone else with a medical degree, so, yeah. Um, I know we're running out of time. I think we have uh, uh, time for maybe just a couple more questions. Uh, we do have another voicemail uh, from uh, a target audience member named Jeff. We'll play that now. Hi, this is Jeff. Uh, I've just been watching Tiger King uh, on Netflix recently. I know it's very popular, so I was just curious what if there's anything we can learn from that or if there is uh, things he could have done differently or better uh, to market himself as someone that is in the news these days. So uh, thanks for the call and uh, really, uh, really appreciate
appreciate the opportunity to leave this voicemail for you. Wow, another great voicemail. Uh, I would just say, before I throw it to the panel again, uh, if I was in the market as a, as a Tiger King, I think the Tiger doesn't seem like the apex predator. I would go for Lion if I were him and maybe just go for Lion King and kind of try and dub yourself Lion King. There's so many materials that you could use already or repurpose for yourself. So uh, I, I, I do agree that he, he's done a fantastic job and that, uh, you know, regardless of his uh, legal issues or the people he surrounds himself with, uh, he is a bit of a marketing genius. But the one, the one slight adjustment I would make is uh, Tiger. Why Tiger? Go for Lion because that's really the king of the jungle. And that's who you want to be. If you're calling yourself a king, you should be calling yourself the Lion King. I would uh, I would actually take it even one step further and be the top apex predator of all of uh, this world's ever seen, uh, human, mm-hmm. uh, human hmm. king. Uh, that would yeah. sounds great. Um, it's scary, um, and you know if you want to be the top, be a human. Yeah. I uh I I gotta think that if he's if he had a time machine he he'd go back and he would. Right when he was calling himself the Tiger King, he'd be like, wait a second, maybe I'm the Human King. And uh, that would have catapulted his brand. Because uh, other than that, he's made no missteps whatsoever. No, he's a genius. He's, uh, he's a genius. He's squeaky clean. This this guy's going places. So, uh, yeah, Human King would be a, a, the only thing I would tell him to change about his whole situation. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, I know you just said the ultimate apex predator um, is uh, a Human King. Like, guys, I hate to break it to you, but I think as a race, we kind of took an L, as a species, rather. I think it's Virus King now. Oh, wow. Mm. Wow, 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 wow. I was, I was actually, I thought you were going that it might be Predator King. <laughs> like, I guess, <laughs> yes. Alien versus Predator. It, it, <laughs> I mean, that he, is the Apex he Predator. He also killed lots of humans, predator. you're right, you're right. Uh, yeah. yeah. He killed a lot. Jesse Ventura. I mean, Paul you Weathers. could go even further and say Arnold Schwarzenegger King. Yeah, Arnold King. Yep. Yeah. Arnold King. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know I what? Mean, so Ar- Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger is the apex yes. predator. Oh. Yeah. I mean, would you take? You know, would you I, take? I, would you take a lion or Arnold Schwarzenegger? I don't think that's really uh, Arnold. Hello. Uh, yeah. Yeah. With Arnold question. down. Yeah across the board the uh panels aligned it is arnold king and uh he is our king uh that is great we have time for one last question uh and uh, we'll make this available to uh everybody on the panel um and the one last question is what do you got going on uh what do you got to plug what's happening in the world what uh what do you want our listeners to know what do you want our target audience to do uh what's going on in this world uh yeah i'll go first this is keith here um just wanted to plug um to, this was something I, did, I didn't get a chance to share with you earlier because of my unfortunate circumstance where i did get kidnapped by pirates uh in a captain phillips style situation um, but what I was going to share with you, um, or, and I'm currently going to plug is my viral challenge idea. It's called the Robert De Niro face challenge. Love what it. you do is you do your best Robert De Niro face. You tag five friends. Um, this is on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Um, you do your best Robert De Niro face. Um, and yeah, it just kind of shares that way. That's all it really is. Um, my hope is currently it's not very topical, but, um, you know, if something were to happen to Robert De Niro, I think it'd really take off. So I think that that's the opportunity. If I was to look at it in terms of like a SWOT analysis, the opportunity is really that Bobby De Niro becomes on the forefront of news. And then I think my challenge would really take off. I would off. say nobody knew yeah. what an ice bucket was before that challenge. So I think you're right there. Right. That's very true. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I think I'm following... Uh, yeah, without putting anything out there, yeah. um, I'm just putting it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were to win an Oscar, it would be relevant. Paul, you got any? Uh, <laughs> you got anything to plug? Uh, you know, I always have something to plug, and that is uh, Nutrigrain. We're still going strong. Uh, people are still buying, um, but even more than that, I cannot tout the success of Angie Crypto enough. 
Um, I, I, I may have mentioned it earlier in the show. I bought a yacht. I bought a tugboat. I bought a cargo ship and a new house. NG Crypto is flying right now. Guys, get your $500 monthly subscription. Get into the crypto. It, you can use it in Venezuela, Iran, um, maybe Vietnam, <laughs> wherever dongs are sold. You can use NG Crypto. So go for it. Get in there. And that's, uh, that's my plug. Uh, I'm going to buy some Thanks. right now. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to send another check just to make sure I secure my current crypto. I need a little bit more. So uh, expect that check in the mail again. We'll take them uh, all. Edgar Allan. Yeah. Edgar Allan Flowchart, you got anything to, to plug? Yeah, I just want to say uh, if you're going to the store, you're picking up toilet paper, and you find uh, an email on it uh, or a URL, um, that's me. I've been stockpiling toilet paper across the country, not to have it uh, for safekeeping, but I've just been writing my mailing list uh, email on every ply, repackaging it, sending it back to, to Costco. So if you're in any metropolitan area picking up a pack of toilet paper, make sure to look at it first before you use it. Uh, like and subscribe to my newsletter. You get some great daily doses of content in there. Absolutely massive. Um, thank you again to all of our panel. Uh, everyone uh, has just lent their expertise and their time, and uh, we really appreciate that here. So thank you so much. Uh, one final plug. Uh, I do want to make sure people know how to spell my name. I'm having some issues again on LinkedIn. Not everyone seems to be connecting with me or responding to me. Um, it is Pitchard Nixon, how you would spell Richard, but with a P and then, uh, actually that's not right either. It's how you would spell pitch and then chard, uh, and then Nixon like the president. Um, so it couldn't be more clear. Uh, please connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, and uh, well, we got great content going on all throughout this COVID crisis. So uh, we got some COVID content, some some great guests coming up ahead of time. So really, uh, thank you, everyone. And uh, well, uh, I'm not gonna lie; it looks like I'm getting kicked out of this room for another time. So I'm not even gonna fight it. I'm just gonna leave. Um, not happy about it, but I can't do anything anymore, so I'm just uh, just going to leave. Uh, thank you again one last time to our panel. Thank you to Keith, as always, and uh, everyone. Thank you. Stay safe out there. Goodbye.